Friday, April 22nd, 2022. Welcome to another episode of Justin Wills and His Own Words. I just got back from a, a few, like an hour ago. I think it was an hour and a half ago. I just got back from another glorious Friday. I just got back from another wonderful Friday with my friends from the DSI workshop. We celebrated... We celebrated... Ex- we, said we had a party at the end. We kind, of, we kind of had a little party at the end with my friends. Because... There was another staff that's... that There was another staff that was... That, that is retired... That, that is retired... That was retiring today. Yep, yeah, so... At the end of the day, it was kind of like a retirement party for that... For that... For, for that... For that... For that staff member. He was in... He works in the workshop area. And... Today was his last day, so we actually was unexpected to see him retire. To, that we had, we was actually unexpected that he was actually that he was retiring that he was retiring to that he was and that, that he was retiring today. <clears throat> but to, to, I wish him a good me and my along with my best friend along with my friends there. We wish him a good we wish him good luck, good luck, good luck in his future. Because good luck in his future, and hopefully we will see him again someday. Hopefully he will come and come back and visit. <clears throat> this episode is going to be like a review about about the last episode I just did about exploitation. And I tried to do it this past Wednesday, but I wouldn't say it's bad. It's just that I was first it was it wasn't in my studio, and I'm afraid. I was try- I tried to do it in the workshop, but this time I am in my studio in this piece, and it, it's a lot. It's more quiet in my studio than it is than it is than it is at work, and, and that's the trick. <clears throat> this episode is going to be like a review of my last episode about exploitation, and it's also going to cover a little bit about about learning how to say no when it comes to. When it comes to standing, like how to stand up for yourself against someone that's that's taking advantage of you, against somebody that wants you to do something that you don't want to, that tries to force you to do something that you don't want to do, and it's also going to cover a little bit about Rosa Parks too. So, so this is going to be co- it's going to cover some a little bit of history, <laughs> a little bit of Black history in the Civil Rights Amendment. <laughs> Every year, and about exploitation. Every year. About one out of five people are being exploited. <laughs> They're being either physically, sexually, financially, verbally, verbally assaulted, or even every, even the most important one of all, manipulation. In other words, emotionally. Also known as manipulation. This episode is going to be just about manipulation because manipulation is just as bad as just as bad as, fis- as as physical exploitation or physical bullying. Like I said this during this past episode, people with disabilities, phys- people with physical disabilities, people with developmental disabilities, like as in DSI clients like, like myself, children, women. Even in the elderly, are the most are the most vulnerable when it comes to being exploited, when it comes to being manipulated, and anybody and, and to, to make matters even scary, 
Anybody can be anybody can be guilty of manipulating somebody, either intentionally or unintentionally. Anybody can be guilty of manipulation. It could be it could be your it could be that jerk who picks up with you in school. It can it can be your teacher. It can be your boss. It can even be someone that you that you really trust. This episode's gonna this episode's gonna talk mostly about something someone some something that's very very difficult for anybody to stand up for themselves when it comes to being manipulated. <laughs> what if it's your what if it's your what if what if it if it is someone that you really trust? What if it's if it's your brother or your sister, or even some or even your staff at home? What if it's someone that you really trust that is that is doing the manipulating, that is doing the manipulation? Because, <laughs> like I said earlier, I will say it again: manipulation can happen anywhere. It can happen at home. It can happen at the workshop. It can happen at work. It can have happen at other workplaces. It can happen at school. It can happen anywhere. And it can even happen to anyone. It can happen to another adult. It can happen. It can happen to another child. It can happen to a child. It can happen to. It can happen to. It can even happen to a staff member. Anybody can be. Anybody can be a victim of manipulation. Anybody can be a victim of physical abuse. Anybody can be a victim of exploitation. I said this before during my previous episode. It is. It is not okay to take advantage of somebody. It is not okay to hit on somebody. Not, not physically. Not emotionally. It is not okay to bully somebody, because bullying is wrong no matter what the circumstances are. Whatever if it's physical bullying or or, or, or mental or emotional bullying, bullying is not cool. <laughs> and me and we people with disabilities are, are the most vulnerable when it comes to being bullied and teased at, and hit on and spat on. And it's not just physical; it's, it's also emotional. <laughs> Anybody can be guilty. Anybody can be the master manipulator. To be can be anybody can be like the the slave master. In other words, the master manipulator. Anybody can be the puppet master. I'm referring to the ones that the ones that is taking advantage of you emotionally, because <laughs> emotional health is just as important as physical health. Because the most it, it, manipulation, the, the consequences of manipulation can, can 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 be very very bad. It could even be life threatening. When it comes to, it can even be life-threatening. When it comes, when it comes to severe manipulation, the severity of manipulation. <clears throat> even self-advocates, even the, even the leaders of self-advocacy, are not safe from being manipulated. They're not, they're not safe from the tricks that narcissists play during the day. The mastermind, the the mind reading, the mind reading tactics of of a, of, a, of a narcissist. Manipulation, manipulation is a very, it, it, it is a very scary term. It is also a very creepy one. Because it means like it's, it means because the, the the definition of manipulation means that you're that you're taking that you're in control of somebody or something, like an animal. That's how. That's why manipulation. The term manipulation is a very scary. It's a very scary word. <laughs> because manipulation is because manipulation can happen any any time anywhere, and it can even happen to anyone. <laughs> so 
Someone can really, someone can take advantage of you. Someone can take advantage of your passion. Someone can even try to, try, try to draw a wedge between you and your dreams, or you and that, 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 or you and your passion that you have been chasing for, that you have been chasing for years. My passion towards professional wrestling, my dreams of becoming a professional wrestler, my ultimate dreams of wanting to compete in the WWE. I've been chasing that. I've been I've been pursuing that passion towards professional wrestling for 25 years, and that's a quarter. That's one fourth of a century. That's a quarter of a hundred. 25 is quarter as one quarter of a hundred. That's how long I've been chasing my dreams of becoming a professional wrestler. And all my hard work and dedication I do in the in, in the gym. All, my, all, the, all the practice I do, all the training I do, I don't do it. it I don't do it. I don't do it just because of having fun. I mean, yes, I do have fun training in the DSA gym. Yes, I do have fun chasing my dreams to become a professional wrestler. But I am very serious about my goals, about wanting to be a professional wrestler. I'm very serious about wanting to compete in the WWE. Because I've been wanting it. Because it's something that I always wanted ever since I was a little boy. Ever since my, ever since my best friend Ian got me and in, introduced me into introduced me into wrestling when I was really when I was really little, and he, and he, and it was, and me and my love for, for wrestling grew when me and Ian grew up, while me, while me and Ian was growing up, he even taught me how to wrestle in the in the bedroom, at the Wells house, when I was nine years old. And it was until one day when I first when I came to the DSI workshop that re- that professional wrestling became my true calling. It became my passion, and I worked hard and and I worked really hard on that following, and I worked really hard pursuing that passion for the pa- for the past seven years in the gym. This year is my eighth year training in the gym. I put my body on the line every single. I put my body on the line every single time I practice. Every single time I practice and I exercise in the gym to chase my dream of becoming a professional wrestler. Because it takes hard work and dedication to achieve it, and most importantly, it takes perseverance to 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 live a successful life. <laughs> I put, I've been putting my body on the line for the past several days. Eat, I also did a training a training workout with my cousin Ian when me and this past weekend when me Ian and Josh and his friend and his kids went into, went into that went into a trampoline center in Franklin Indiana and that's the first time I ever gotten that's the first time I ever jumped on a trampoline and I spent nearly two hours on that trampoline trying to learn new wrestling skills trying to learn new high flying skills in, in, in inside that ring I spent two and a half hours on the, I spent two and a half hours on that trampoline, working on working on new wrestling skills. The same training technique as Jeff Hardy, when Jeff, as Jeff Hardy and Matt Hardy when they trained, and when they pursued their dreams of becoming a professional wrestler. Because Jeff Hardy too had to work. He he trained on the trampoline too, along with his brother Matt Hardy. I spent two hours, two whole hours on that trampoline. And it did take a toll on, and it did take a toll on me. But I still worked out in the gym. I still went to the gym, and I still and I still practiced those moves, and I still trained in the gym. Even though, despite having the long, grueling, long, grueling new workout in the in that trampoline at Franklin, Indiana.
it was it was not it was not five minutes it was it was not five minutes it was not 30 minutes it was two whole, it was two hours in the tramp on the tramp it was two how two hours i spent on that trampoline <clears throat> But let's say now referring to exploitation about emotional exploitation. I'm talking about that kind of manipulation that Simba that that happened to Simba in the Lion King when he was brain when he was manipulated into thinking that he was the one who killed Mufasa. Mascar Mascar was trying to play games with him, thinking thinking that he it was his fault that Mufasa died. Mufasa was Simba's dad. Mufasa was Simba's dad. How? I know Simba. I've, I've been watching The Lion King for so long. I've, I've been watching The Lion King ever since I was four years old. I know Simba did not kill Mufasa, because Mufasa is because Mufasa is Simba's father. Mufasa is also Simba's role model. How can a young cub kill an adult lion like Mufasa? Simba really loved Mufasa. Simba loves Sarabi. He really loves Sarabi too. How on earth can Simba can, can Simba kill Mufasa? <clears throat> and Scar manipulated him in thinking that in thinking that he was that Simba was Simba's war. Simba's war was what caused the stampede that led to Mufasa's death. Even though that wasn't really true. And that manipulation cost him cost him almost all his confidence about becoming king of Pride Rock. He even told Nala one day that he couldn't go back to Pride Rock because because he lost all his confidence that he had that he had gained that he had gained by by his father Mufasa. And he even asked when he saw his father again in the in the sky. Simba asked him, "How can I go back? I'm not who I used to be." And he was right because all the guilt and all the manipulation all the manipulation was eating Simba alive. All the guilt that that thinking that he it was his fault that that his father died even though he even though he really didn't kill Mufasa it was Scar, it was Scar was the one who threw him off he threw Mufasa off that cliff during that during that would it be stampede. I mean I I love I mean I really love the Lion King the Lion King is the Lion King is very important to me. The Lion King is a very is a movie that's very important to me and it always will be and it always will be very important to me. Now the same type of manipulation can happen to can happen to someone in real life. It, it's even happened to me in the past. <laughs> I was manipulated into thinking that I was not good enough to become a good wrestler. I was manipulated into thinking that I was that was tricked into thinking that and thinking I was the, thinking I was the, thinking I was a nobody, just like Simba, just like Simba. When he was when he was he was blamed for Mufasa's death. <laughs> Do not forget manipulation can do can 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 hurt your confidence big time. You could even forget who you, manipulation can forget who you really are. It can make you forget who you really are. That's how that's how wrong it is to to take to take advantage of somebody. That's how wrong it is to take someone to take advantage of the, uh, take advantage of somebody's dreams. Especially if they've been working hard at, the, at those dreams. <laughs> do not ever. Do not ever treat a person's dream like it is a fairy tale, or it's like a toy that's hanging up on a refrigerator. A dream is not like it. A dream is a very special thing that any human being has, whether it's a man, woman, or child. A dream is a dream is a very special thing. 
no one should ever take that no one should take ever take that dream and and take advantage of you from that go because <clears throat> it's your because it's your dream you can you can do you can do anything you set your mind into wherever it's to be a professional wrestler or, or wherever it's to be a rock star wherever it is to, to be to be a singer in america and america's got talent wherever it is to be a movie star or helping out or, or volunteering at an animal shelter it's your life and it's your and it's your passion do not ever do not ever let anything not even do not let do not ever let anybody take advantage to keep you from wonder, for reaching your goals because that's not right because everybody has the right to live their own lives the way the way they want to live the way they want to live their lives everybody has the right to chase their own goals and chase their own dreams and if you if you wanted somebody if you want that kid or that child to focus on to focus on your expectations instead of instead of focusing on your own dreams that's also a form of manipulation too and it's wrong I said two speeches about manipulation, about exploitation, about and how wrong it is. Don't ever, don't let, if you, judging somebody from their mistakes or their bad or, the, or whatever is a mistake that they just made that they just made today or yesterday, or a mistake that they made in the past, or even their bad habit that they, or even if it's a bad habit that they tried to break. Don't ever, don't ever make that person feel like he, that he, that he doesn't belong. Don't ever make that person, don't, don't ever put that person down. Regardless of what, regardless of what he did. Regardless of the bad, of the bad habit that he tried, that, that, that he has. It is not right to put someone down because of that bad habit or because of that mistake. Even if it's a, even if it's like a, even if it's a, even if it's like a disgusting, even if it's like a, the most ridiculous bad habit, still don't put, still don't put that person down. As in put, as in making him feel like that he does, making him feel like that he will always be a failure because he made a mistake. That he made, that he made, that he got an F on his, on his report card. Or got an F or a D on a science test. Making that, making that person feel like, feel, feel like he doesn't, he, he he doesn't deserve to live it. He he should look at it, making that person feel like he should look at himself in the mirror, and doubt himself on his dreams, because because of one mistake, because of one mistake, even if it's unintentional. Put downs like you will always like, you will always be a failure, or people will not take you seriously. How can people take you seriously if you do, if you, if you keep on making that mistake, or if you keep on having bad, uh, that bad habit that you, or you keep on doing that bad habit that you really tried to break? That that is not okay to, to do to say those things to somebody. Even if it's even if it's a, even if it's a form of discipline, it's still not okay because that can hurt someone's feelings. That can break someone's spirit. Most importantly, that can make them feel that can, that, that, that can. That can bring that person down. If you don't have anything, if you don't have anything positive to say to somebody, don't say nothing at all. Keep those negative thoughts to yourself. Don't ever, don't ever, don't ever take it out on somebody, because that can, because those things can be really hurtful to to, to somebody else. 
It can hurt someone's feelings if you if you put someone's down if you put somebody down, even if it's only a joke. They still probably they probably won't even they probably won't think think that it is a joke. Sticks and stones may break the the phrase sticks and stones may break your bones, but words for words would never hurt me. The second part of that phrase is only a myth. It depends on how you use those words. Stick and sticks and stones may it will break your bones, but words will hurt your feelings. But words do hurt if they're if they're used if they're used if if they're not used good. If they're if they're used to hurt to hurt someone's feelings, if they're used to put somebody down, if they're used to bring somebody down, if they're used to make if they're used to make that person feel like that he doesn't belong, he doesn't belong, or to make that person feel like he, that that he that he will never that he will never be successful, that he is always going to be the biggest loser in school or in the DSI workshop. Hurting somebody is not cool. Hurting somebody with words is not cool. <laughs> it's also if you hurt someone with words, with word, if you use, if you use words to hurt somebody, that is called, that is also called verbal. That, that is, that is called ver- verbal, verbal. That, that is called verbal bullying. The ver- the verbal form of bullying, verbal exploitation, also also verbal abuse. <laughs> if you say mean and hurtful words to somebody, calling that person names, bullying is wrong. Period. <laughs> Verbal, physical, emotional, financial, sexual. Any form of bullying is wrong, period. It is not okay to put somebody down. Because they're, it's not okay to put somebody down, period. It is not okay to deny that person's dreams. Say say, say they came in after, after a nice day from the DSI workshop. And you ask them, have they been, have they been practicing their wrestling moves in the gym? And you... <clears throat> And so it's their it's their passion it's their passion let them let's pa- it's their passion let them pursue it don't ever put somebody down don't ever say it. don't ever put somebody down because of their dreams because that can kill because that can kill a person's confidence it is not okay to do that <laughs> if they, if they want to follow their passion towards professional wrestling let them follow it. If they want to follow their passion towards becoming a rock star, let them do it. If they want to do, if they want to work on a podcast, let them do it. Don't ever, don't, don't ever tell, don't ever, don't ever be mad at that person for doing that, because that's wrong. Because that's going to make that person feel like he's not, that he's, that he is forbidden to follow his passion. That's that can that can really that can really defeat confidence. That can really kill a person's confidence big time. It can. It can it can really interfere with a person's life. It can even ruin a person. It can even ruin a person's life if you do that. Putting somebody's, if someone is working in the gym, say say if they're practicing their wrestling moves in the gym or running in the gym, and you ask them if and and, and, and you forbid them for, and you and you tell them and you forbid them to 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 practice those moves in the gym or run in the gym. Or you forbid that person to go to the school to go to take that class in school. That is n- that's not cool, because that's called denial. What is doing that is called denying a person's dream. How are you going to be successful? How are you going to be supportive of someone's dream if you keep on if you keep on taking it away from them, or you keep on forbidding them from ch- from following it or working on that dream? You're not. You just that's just pretending that you are being supportive on the dream, even though you're not. You're really not. Being supported. 
support of pe- people who support their dreams they don't they keep they let the they let their person follow their passion no matter what it is and they always keep and they always let that person keep their drawings of their favorite wrestlers regardless if it's male or female they don't they don't confiscate them they don't throw them away they don't even rip them. they don't even rip the, those pictures even if it's a female wrestler let let let, let that person keep it because it's his, it's his passion. If it's a female rock star, let him keep it. Let, let him keep that picture. Don't ever be mad. Don't ever scold that person to be mad at them just for following the passion. Because, because he, because nine times out of ten he printed those pictures because it is, or, or drawn those pictures because it is, it is his passion. He's been trying to follow that passion for years. <clears throat> throwing, throwing someone's drawings away, regardless of what it is. If, if it's someone, whatever it's a picture that's printed up for the library, or 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 a, a picture that was drawn, confiscating that picture and never returning it, throwing that picture away, right in front of him, ripping that picture right in front of him, that is rude and disrespectful to that person. Throwing. Throwing away their passion, throwing away that something, something that that is focused on their passion, it is rude and disrespectful to that person. It is. I mean, how how would you? I mean, how would you like it if someone did that to you? If someone took took your favorite computer and confiscated it, if someone took your favorite computer computer and threw it in the trash can or destroyed it. Manipulators, manipulators, they don't care. People who have manipulative behavior or manipulative action, they don't take responsibility for their own actions and they don't care, they don't care about your dreams. They're just, they're, they, they want to say something or they want to do something that, that goes against that person's passion. They want to say something or do something that wants to, that, draw, that draws a wedge between them and their passion that they've been following. It is not okay to it is not okay to put somebody down. It is not okay to knock somebody down with with with, with mean and rude words. Like especially regardless of what kind of mistakes they made, it's definitely not okay to put somebody down. <laughs> don't ever bring, don't ever say stuff that brings that brings somebody down because that's not right. If he and don't ever deny someone's and don't ever do something that would that would deny that person's dreams. Because manipulators they don't people who manipulate you, people who make fun of people who bully you, they make fun of you and take advantage of you, they don't take responsibility for their actions, even though they were the ones who manipulate you. Even if you st- even if you stand up for yourself and, and, and call out the manipulator, they will they will always use they will always use gaslighting to 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 win to win that argument. Gaslighting phases that gaslight that phases gaslighting as in you're making you're making it up. It's your fault. I'm not the one destroying your dream. You you are the one you are the one destroying your dream. Those phrases are form are form are, are examples of gaslighting somebody. Gaslighting is a for, is also a form of manipulation, because manipulators they would do anything they would do anything in the power until until that person has no choice but to give in, 
you don't ever want to give into step to things that you're not passionate about because that will distract you from your dreams. You don't ever want to give into the thing to to an action to a thing that 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 you that that distracts you from your life from from living your life or that make you forget about who you really are because because it did because it does happen because the consequences of manipulation and our and the consequences of exploitation are very serious it is a lot worse and it's and some of those consequences are a lot worse than, than just giving up than just that person sitting down in his bed and doubting themselves on his dream on his dreams on his dreams or his passion manipulation can manipulation and bullying can do a whole lot of bad stuff to people mentally and mentally emotionally even physically it can make that person look himself in the mirror and sit and, 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 and doubt himself on his dreams it can even cause a loss of self-confidence or self-esteem it can even cause a person manipulation and means to say mean things about them putting somebody down it can cause a lot of self it can cause a lot of loss of step a loss of self-esteem it can even cause depression it can cause ADHD same bad stuff can people can even lead can even lead to that person taking his own life don't ever that's that's why it's wrong it's wrong to put somebody down that is why it's wrong to bring to to say mean stuff to people Regardless of what kind of mistakes, regardless of what mistakes they made, it could even make a child or that a client scared, afraid to make another mistake because of what you might do to them, because of what what manipulative action you might you might you might do to them, either intentionally or un, or non-intentionally. We, we are all human beings. We are all human. We are all human beings. We're gonna screw up. We're gonna make mistakes. Everyone makes mistakes. Accidents do happen. Don't get put. Don't don't get rung down because because of that mistake you made. Say you forgot to clean up a mess downstairs. Don't feel don't feel don't feel down because of that mistake. Because it's 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 unintentional. Accidents happen. Mistakes happen. We all make mistakes. Even our heroes make mistakes. Even our heroes that we look up to make mistakes. Even Super Mario makes mistakes. Even Simba and Mufasa makes mistakes. Every everyone makes mistakes. Everyone makes mistakes. Everyone everyone accidents do happen. Even I'm even I make mistakes mistakes while playing a Super Mario game on the Nintendo on the Nintendo Switch or the Nintendo Wii. <laughs> mistakes any uh, mistakes of any kind do happen. Don't let anybody take advantage of you from those mistakes, because that's wrong. You shouldn't bring anybody down because because of their mistakes, especially especially if it's not such a big of a deal. Especially if the mistake they just made it isn't isn't that big of a deal. Don't put them down. Don't ever bring that person down, because that's not cool. Manipulation of any manipulation and bullying of any kind is wrong. It is wrong. It is wrong, period. It is wrong to hurt somebody's feelings. It is wrong to intentionally hurt somebody's feelings. Because everyone has feelings. Because everybody has feelings. And we should treat those, if, if, they're, if they're feeling sad or happy, don't get mad at them. Let them talk to you. Let them talk to you about how they're feeling. Don't ever, don't, 
don't ever say bad stuff that that will make them feel worse, because that's because that's just going to make that person feel worse. That's going to it's even going to make that person want to cry, because of what you said to them, <laughs> because of that mean because of the mean action you did to them. Everyone has their, has their own feelings, wherever it's right, wherever it's feeling happy, wherever it's sad, sad or happy or they're feeling mad or frustrated or disappointed. Everybody has the right to share their feelings with, with, with their friends or with their family. That's what their friend. That's what your friends are here for. That's what your family's here for. To talk about to talk to talk about your feelings. The person that manipulates you, the person that a, a narcissist, they don't care about your feelings. They will do they will do stuff and they will say stuff that will, that will hurt your feelings even more. Bullying bu- people who bully you, they do the same thing. <laughs> Manipulators and narcissists, they don't wherever they they do not apologize for what they did. Even when they do apologize, they, 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 they they're. It's like a very hollow apology. It's not sincere. <laughs> it is never okay to call someone to call a person with a disability or a retard. It's never okay to talk, to to call a normal. Uh, 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 it's never okay to call anybody a retard. Retarded. Because <laughs> I don't like that word. Retarded. I do not like that word at all. I think that word is. I think that word. I think that word is is disrespectful. <laughs> It's very mean. It's very, very mean to call somebody retarded. It's very, re- it's, it's not cool to make that person feel like, make that person feel like that he's, that he's wearing a badge on his chest that says slow. Even though, even though, even though he's not really wearing the badge. But, in, but if you say mean stuff to them or do, or, or, or make fun of them, or, or make fun of them because, regardless of the make fun of them for the way they walk or the way they eat or the way they or the way they talk <laughs> that is actually making you're actually making making them feel like they have to wear that badge that says slow on it and and I heard phrases a lot and I heard that phrase in my a lot in my life the phrase like this: If you act like a baby, I'm gonna treat you like a baby. Or if you act like a child, or you treat, I'm gonna treat you like a child. If you manipulate somebody, you are treating them worse like he's a child. You treat him, you treating them more like he's a dog, or a cat. <laughs> you treating them more like he's your own. You treating him like more like he or she is your own personal hand puppet, or a string puppet. Manipulators. People who say mean stuff or do mean things to people, they're treating them worse like he's. That's treating them. That's treating them worse like he's a baby. That's treating them worse like he's a child. Even belittling, belittling somebody, that's that's worse than treating him like a baby. That's treating him like he's some kind of dog instead of a human being. No one, no one deserves to be treated like a trophy either. No one deserves to be treated more like a trophy either instead of a human being. And here's another thing: Treat, treating that person more like a trophy than he is a human being. We all grew up. We all grew up and mature at our own paces, or, or, at our own pace, not anyone else's. <laughs> and I heard phrases, phrases in my life too, like immature people don't don't immature people are not good wrestlers. That's not true. 
there's more than just more to maturity than just fit than just this than just physical it's also emotional too immaturity can also be based on your your emotions and what, what you do emotionally if I was immature there is no way I, there is no way I would win those medals in, in, in Special Olympics there's no way I wouldn't finish second in the in that in the in the 1500 there is no way I can finish the 800 the finish second in the 800 meter run there's no way I could win I could have won that bronze medal in the 400 meter run if I was immature, there was no way that I would not I would not be able to practice all those wrestling moves in the gym. <clears throat> and that's the truth. And and I am and I am saying this to, as but that's the truth. And I expect and, and I am saying this to stand up for myself. Because that's what I'm doing. I am not gonna let anybody push me around. Even though I have even though I made a mistake and made a big mistake for having people having them do it in the past and having people do it in the past. I am not letting anybody push me around, especially when it comes to my dreams and wanting to become a professional wrestler. <clears throat> no one should, no one should put, no one should let anybody push him around, because that's not cool. I am a leader of self-advocacy, and I'm proud to be a leader of self-advocacy. I'm proud to be a leader of the DSI Spirit Group. And nothing's ever going to change that. The way I've been pursuing my passion towards professional wrestling, my life, my story, the story of my life deserves its own movie. It deserves its own documentary. I may end up, in the future, I may end up winning the Nobel Peace Prize because of it. And because of all the speeches I did in the past, including this. <laughs> and there's, and I'm kind of getting to the second, to the second part of the subject. Learning how to stand up for yourself if you are being if you are being manipulated, or if you are being or if you're being or if you're being pushed to do something that you're not passionate about, or if that person's trying to do something that's trying to bring you down. If you get knocked down, don't stay down. Get back up again. If that person, if someone knocks you down with 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 with, me, with mean stuff, do not be afraid to stand up for yourself. Do not be afraid to say no. Because yes, it's hard to say no, especially if that person who's, especially if that person who's pushing you to do stuff is something that, especially if that person who's doing, is pushing, he's pushing you to do stuff that you don't want to do, that goes against your passion, that that's distracts you from your passion. It's someone that you really trust. It is hard to say no. It's even hard for me to say. In the past, it was really hard for me to say no. Because because I was afraid of the consequences that I might suffer from 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 that from that word no. No is a complete sentence. Even though it's just one word, it is it's, no is a complete sentence. Don't be afraid to say no. If someone pushes you to do something like someone if someone is forcing you to take drugs, if someone is forcing you to smoke, when someone is demanding you that you smoke a cigarette, you know that's we all know that I know that smoking is bad. I'm not afraid to say no on that. <laughs> if someone forces forces you to do stuff that's harmful to your physical health, if someone is forcing you to do something that's harmful to your passion, don't be afraid to say no. I've been saying no several times in the DSA gym, because I was told in 2018 that when, that, that that I was forbidden to practice my wrestling moves in the gym anymore, that I would, and that I was told that I would never wrestle again. But did I ever give up? Did I ever give in? Did I, did I ever give up my dreams because of that? No way. 
I said it in emphatic now. I kept on training in the gym. I kept on working out and kept on pursuing my passion regardless. That is an example of learning how to say no, learning how to stick up for your dreams. Because somehow, because it is not easy to pursue your dreams. It is not easy at all. It is because there's going to be some something. There's going to be some things that will slow you down. There's, there's going to be some some people that will stop to try to draw a wedge between you and your between you and your passion. That's the reason why the way, the way I've been pursuing my dreams of becoming a professional wrestler. In the future, I might I, I may end up winning a Nobel Prize for that because of the way I've been pursuing my dreams of becoming a professional wrestler. Learning how to say no. If, thing, if things go against the things, if that thing distracts me from, from my passion. Because I love professional wrestling. My passion is professional wrestling. Professional wrestling is not just a show that I watch on TV. It's not just a show that I watch on a, mo- on a, mobile, de- on a mobile device. Professional wrestling is not, a, it's not just a bunch of drawings that I have. Or a, bunch, or a bunch of printed pictures that I print at the library. And my favorite wrestlers. Professional wrestling is more than just a show that I go with that I go with my cousin or my best friend Ian or my best friend Ian or Tony. Professional wrestling is a passion. It's my passion. I am very passionate about professional wrestling. <laughs> I really want to be a professional wrestler. I want it more than anything. I really want to be in the WWE more than anything. And I'm not letting anything keep, keep I'm not letting anything draw a wedge between me and my dreams. Even though I made a mistake, even though I made a couple of mistakes of, 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 letting, of, of letting that happen in the past, the old tiger is gone. The old, the old, the old tiger, Rocky, G, the old tiger is gone. This is a new tiger, the tiger that's not gonna let anybody push him around. Especially when it comes, to, especially when it goes, especially those who want to make fun of me because 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 of my passion towards professional wrestling. Or some, or, or some jerk. He wants to, he wants to compliment. He wants to say bad stuff about me on the drink, uh, I'm, 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 I'm about my goals, or about who I really am. <laughs> people who manipulate you, people who bully you, people who bully you, and people who manipulate you, they're, they, what they're, what, what they're doing is wrong. Period. That's the reason why. Manipulation is an evil term. The word manipulation itself is an evil. It sounds evil. It is evil. Manipulation is evil. It's like it's like a pirate. Manipulation is like a pirate. Say say you say you're say say you're selling a ship like the Titanic. I am very see. I'm very I have been fascinated. And the reason why I bring up the Titanic because I have been fascinated about the Titanic ever since I was two years old. I've been very obsessed about the Titanic ever since I was in Lydia Milton. And say you were selling it. And manipulation, this is the term as an example of manipulation. Say you're selling that ship. And all of a sudden, there's another ship. There's, it's a pirate ship or a, or, or a boat that's full of pirates. They go to your ship. They, they breach your ship and they take over that ship. That's an example of that's an example of what manipulation is, and how wrong it is to manip- to manipulate and take advantage of people. Anybody can be guilty of, do- of taking advantage taking advantage of others, regardless if it's a child or a young uh, another adult, 
regardless, especially if it's a person with a disability, especially if it's an elderly person. <laughs> no one should have the right to take advantage. No one should have. No one should have the right to take advantage of you, especially if they're really, especially if they do it over and over and over again. And it comes in the forms of bullying. Cyberbullying is not cool either. Cyberbullying is wrong too. <laughs> Like saying bad stuff to people on Facebook on the, about their dreams, that's that's not right either. And a lot of people are fall victim to cyberbullying as well. Bullying can bullying can lead bullying and exploitation can and even manipulation can lead can lead to can lead to consequences that's more serious. That's, that is more serious than the person wanting to give up his dreams. It can lead. To, it can be to conf, 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 consequences are a lot worse than that. It can lead to depression. It can lead to. It can lead to a person. It can lead to a person wanting to do unhealthy stuff, like eating unhealthy, like eating unhealthy. It could even make it. It could even cause that person to want to take drugs and alcohol. That's what manipulation can do. That's what bullying can do. <laughs> It can even lead to bullying and and and, and, and me and, and saying mean things to people, especially if there's a mistake. If it's a mistake that they made, stamping the stamping the stamping the badge that says, that says slow in the chest, that can lead that can lead to worse worse than just than just a person want to give up his dreams. It can lead to a person forgetting who really really who he really is. Similar to what Simba, similar to what Simba had to go through in the Lion King when he was blamed for the for the death of Mufasa. A person can go through that if he, if he's a victim of manipulation. It can even cause suicidal thoughts. Same means step, same bullying and bullying and manipulation. It can lead to suicidal thoughts too. <clears throat> that's how. That's why manipulation is wrong. That's why taking advantage of people is wrong. That's why putting people down is wrong. That's why bringing people down is wrong. Regardless of what they did, it is never okay to bring somebody down. It is never okay to make fun of somebody. It is never okay to treat someone like he is a dog. He is a dog instead of a, instead of a human being, or a trophy instead of a human being, or a string puppet instead of a human being. We are all human. We all make mistakes. Don't let it. Don't get. But don't get brought down from that mistake. Don't ever be scared of making mistakes, because everybody, everybody does it. Everybody has bad habits too. That everybody, everybody makes mistakes, and accidents do happen. Accidents even happen at work and school. Taking a making fun of somebody, criticizing somebody, saying mean, saying bad stuff to people. To, Bringing somebody down, from that mistake, all because he made a mistake, even if, even if it's unintentional, still bringing him down. Especially if that mistake is not really such a big of a deal. That can really hurt. Words can really hurt. Period. It can hurt feelings. It can hurt confidence. It can ruin self-esteem. It can even ruin. It can even ruin that person. It can even ruin lives can ruin that person's life big time. 
the first and if someone is manipulating you and bringing you down and, and, and bringing you down in your dreams and discouraging you on your dreams throwing stuff away and confiscating things that is about your passion that that focuses on your passion and they say that you that it's that it's your fault that your dream is crushed you, it, if someone is manipulating you about on, on that no it's not really your fault it is the person that who's manipulating you it's that it's their fault for putting you down it is their fault for hurting your feelings it is their fault for breaking your heart <laughs> It is their fault for making you feel like you're a loser, which even though you're not, we are all winners. We are all champions. People who, people who do who do manipulative action, and people who do bullying, they don't take bullying, bullying and manipulators. They don't take responsibility for their action. Isolation threatens, like threatening somebody. Here's another form of manipulation is called is social is is forcing social isolation. So that way, is that way that person will be will be an easier target for, to to be to be a manipulator. Keeping that per, threaten threatening and intimidating that person that that you would kick him out of the, you could kick him out of the out of school, or. You would kick him out of the DSI workshop because of that mistake he made. That is called that is called isolation. That is called, in other words, you're isolating the victim. Because, and that's also wrong. Because manipulators they like to isolate people who do manipulative action. They like to they like to isolate their victims so so that way they'll become easier targets. So that way they can't call for help if they really need it. Isol social isolation manipulators like doing that too so do, so do narcissists if you're being blamed for, if you're being not, if you're being put down if you be, if you're being brought down because of your mistakes if you're being manipulated if you're being if you're being picked on if you're being if you're being knocked down emotionally it is not your fault it's actually the person who's picking on you that's your fault that, that, that it's their fault for, for, for saying saying that mean stuff and saying mean stuff and doing mean things that would, that would hurt your feelings and hurt and, and hurt your self-esteem yes saying no is risky because consequences because consequences can follow because of that no because of saying no Whether if it's a physical confidence or a mental confidence, or a mental consequence, saying no, saying no, especially when it comes to want to live, want to achieve your own life, it's a, it's actually it's actually you're actually let, that that's showing that you're not letting anything or anybody keep you from reaching your dreams. That's that shows that you are fighting for your dreams. That shows that that. And most importantly, saying no shows that you have courage. Showing shows that you have heart. Shows that you have the will, to, the will to win. Show that you it shows that you have a will to succeed, succeed, to succeed on that goal that you've been trying to pursue for years. Yes, saying no is risky. It takes a lot of cons It takes a lot of courage to say that. To say to say now. 
It happened. This uh, happened to Rosa Parks. Saying no, the the consequences of saying no happened to Rosa Parks during the Montgomery bus boycott. Rosa Parks was on the bus, minding minding her own business. She she was actually obeying the rules of because uh, when because back then, black people, black people like like me, during the civil rights movement, they either had to sit in the middle of the bus or in the back of the bus. Rosa Parks sat in sat in the middle of the bus. The color sign was right, and the colored sign was right in front of her when she was sitting down on the bus, and she was just minding her own business. Until one day, until minutes later, a white man came on came on the bus towards Rosa Parks, and the driver kept on telling her to move. Kept on telling Rosa, Rosa, can you get? I will. I will. I would like to. I would like for you to get up. Young, so, so the young man, so the young man can sit down. And Rosa Parks said no, because and she did absolutely nothing wrong. She was just relaxing and minding her own business on that bus. Her driver told the driver got mad, got got more and more angry at Rosa Parks, because she refused to get up, because she she refused to give up her seat to a white to that to the, to a white person. Until one day, until until. She, that, that the driver couldn't take it anymore, and he had, and he had, and he threatened to call the police if Rosa Parks still refused to get up out of that seat on the bus. He even took the colored sign. He even got up towards Rosa Parks and took the colored sign and moved it towards the seat in the, in the behind Rosa Parks. But Rosa Parks was just minding her own business. She was still sit, She was sitting down, call, all cool, calm, and collective. She wasn't doing anything. And the driver kept on getting. Kept on asking her to get up, get to give her, give up her seat to 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 a white man. Until Rosa Parks said, Rosa Parks, Rosa Parks knew that it was her right, it was her right to sit where she wanted on that bus. She didn't have to get up on that. She didn't have to give up, get up off that on, on her and give up her seat on that bus. But until. The consequences was, unfortunately, Rosa Parks, Rosa Parks was removed from the, from her seat, and she was and she was arrested, and she was arrested for refusing to give up her seat to a white person. And I'm not trying to be racist here, is it? and I'm not trying to be racist here. And this is this this happened and this happened throughout history, and that begun and that began the the Montgomery bus boycott, where blacks weren't allowed to ride the bus. During segregation, it is very, it was really difficult to defend to defend your dreams. It was di- really difficult to defend your rights if you're a black person, if you were a black person like me. During, and it was dur- this is during the civil rights movement. This is during segregation times. There was a lot of, there was so many restaurants, there was so many public restaurants, se- seg- segregated restaurants. There was so many s- segregated restrooms. There were segregated high schools. Everything was segregated during during that time. We blacks we blacks weren't allowed to use to use public restrooms or go inside public restaurants. We had to go to segregated ones during the civil rights amendment. And we, and if we violate those rules, we was either we was either told to told told to move 
or exit the building or that that waiter or that waiter during and this is during the civil rights amendment and that waiter would not serve you they would not serve you they would not serve your food because you were in the whites because you were in the segregated restaurant instead of instead of a colored restaurant it is really a lot of difficult times took place during the civil rights amendment even before the civil rights amendment slavery during, during the civil during the civil war slavery happened during the civil war we were, we was during the civil war it was it was it was a lot worse than the civil right than, than, than the civil rights amendment even though the civil rights movement was always was already bad itself, <laughs> that's an example of how that's an example of how risky it is to say no, how risky it is to stand up for yourself, stand up for your, fight for your dreams. Saying no was very very risky, especially if you're doing it to a nar- especially if you're trying to defend yourself from a narcissist or a manipulator. Because manipulators would do anything, would, would, would do any, every single mind trick until you have no choice but to give in. If you are f- f- pursuing your passion, toward, whether if, it, if, if it's to be a wrestler or a track or, 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 or Olympic gold medalist or trying out for the Boston Marathon, anything that you set in your mind into. Even if you've been threatened, even if you've been told countless times that not, not to do, not to go to the gym, to practice those, to practice those laps, or to, or to practice those, those, those wrestling drills, it's not, don't be afraid to say no, even if it's an emphatic no. Yes, it's, yes, it is risky, but don't be afraid to say no. Don't be afraid to stand up for yourself. Don't be afraid to fight for your dreams. Because sometimes in the, in, the, in the real world, we have to fight for our dreams. Because Daniel Bryan once quoted, there was another wrestler that, that, was, that, that once quoted, fight for your dreams and your dreams will fight for you. And Daniel Bryan, and that, and Daniel Bryan that's, that's exactly what Daniel Bryan just did with his ghost. He didn't let anybody stab him in his back, not even Triple H. He didn't let Triple H stab him in the back. Even though he tried to, even though he screwed him out of the WWE Championship after he won it from John Cena, when he when, when he helped Randy Orton win the WWE Championship by cashing by cashing him in the bank, and it was really difficult for Daniel Bryan to win back the WWE Championship. He didn't win the WWE Championship back until really, yes, he won it at Night of Champions. He challenged Randy Orton in a rematch, and he won the title at Night of Champions. But Triple H stabbed him in the back again because the referee ordered a fast count against Daniel Bryan. And Daniel Bryan won the championship fair and square. <clears throat> the, ne- the third time the, the third time Daniel Bryan became WWE champion was at WrestleMania 30. When he defeated when he made he when he locked in that yes lock on Batista it made Batista tap out to that yes lock. <laughs> yep. Daniel Bryan, when Batista tapped out to that yes lock at WrestleMania 30, 
There was a huge celebration at WrestleMania, at the at, after the end of that WrestleMania, WrestleMania 30, when Daniel Bryan won the WWE Championship. He won both the WWE and the WCW Championship together, because that's been because both championships were were unified by Randy Orton. When Randy Orton unified him at TLC in, in 2013, when he defeated John Cena in a TLC match. That's how the championships were unified again. And Daniel Bryan went, held both the WWE and WCW championship in a huge celebration with the Yes Movement, with the whole entire WWE universe at WrestleMania 30. It was the biggest, it was the most emotional thing that happened in, in the history of professional wrestling. When Daniel Bryan accomplished his dream, I wanted to become WWE champion. He was stabbed in the back multiple times. He was even called a loser by, by Michael Cole. During his match against the Miss at Nine of Champions for the United States Championship, but yet Daniel Bryan still defeated the Miss for the United, and he became United States Champion. Daniel Bryan became WCW Champion in 2012. He even became Tag Team Champion with Kane in 2012. When he was in the team in the Tag Team with Kane. He won. Daniel Bryan won, was was a real tag team champion. Any, you can do anything that you set your mind to. Whatever it, you can work hard on that dream. Don't let anybody tell you no. You can't work on work on your dream. Don't let anybody tell you no that you that's you're, that you can't work in the gym or you can't go to the school. Or you can't go to Northside to practice track. You can do anything you set your mind into. Because I was told no. Because several times during those seven years of me training in the DSA gym, I was told no several times in several different occasions. But I still kept on chasing those dreams. And I still kept on pursuing those, pursuing my passion towards wrestling. Because, I, because being a professional wrestler is something that I've always wanted ever since I was a little boy. Even if, even if, if, even if I was told no today, that's not going to stop me from. That's not going to stop me from. from, from, from that's not going to stop me from pursuing my passion towards professional wrestling. I will follow. I will keep following my dreams. I will keep pursuing my passion t- towards professional wrestling, no matter what. And I'm not going to stop until I get where I want to go, and that's to achieve my ult- my ultimate goal. Of competing in the WWE and becoming WWE champion, making myself a name in the end of, on Saturday nights in the independent circuit, winning cruiserweight championships and light heavyweight championships, winning television championships on Saturday nights, wrestling in Indiana, wrestling outside of Indiana. I even want to wrestle in Mexico, do a show down there. I even want to do show in London. Even want to do a show in London, London, England. I even want to go to Canada and compete. <clears throat> in my opinion, this is my opi- this is my honest opinion about your passion, about pursuing your passion. Pursuing your passion is is, is not a privilege. Pursuing your passion is not something that you it's not something that's some, it's not something that your enemies will put on your refrigerator. And you have to reach up and get it. Pursuing a passion, pursuing your passion, and living your life is a right, because it's your life. You have it is your it is a right to live your own life. 
it is your right to live a successful life. It is your right. It is your life. It is your right, and it is a right to live your life. Don't let anybody, don't let anybody, don't let any anything keep you from living your life, because this is because that's not a privilege. It's a right. It it is a right to to live your own life and to follow your own dreams, is to follow and to pursue your passion. I believe it in all my heart that it is that it is a right to achieve your dream, to chase after your dreams, and and live and live your life. Because, yes, yes, it is. Yes, it is hard to 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 stand up for yourself. Yes, it is hard to protect your confidence. Yes, it is hard to protect your self-esteem. But don't let anybody take advantage of you. Especially when it comes to your dreams, don't let anybody do stuff that dist- don't do mean and rude stuff. Do me. Don't let anybody do mean and nasty stuff that, like manipulation or bullying, that that distracts you from your dreams, or draw a wedge between you and your goal. It is a right for you. It is a right for you to chase your to chase your dream. It is a right for you to go to school. It is a right for you to graduate from school. It is a right for you to go to college. Even though it's it's your choice if you want to go to college or not. You, you also have the right to make your own decisions based on based on your life. It is your life. It's, it is your life. You have the right you have the right to live it. You have the right to live your life your own way. Rosa Parks and Martin Luther King Jr. Rosa Parks and Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. won Nobel. Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Even though, even though it was during, he was not just. Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. was 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 one of my people. Was one of my favorite people in world history. I have more faith. Anne Frank is not just my only favorite person. I have other favorite people in world history too, like. I have other people, favorite people in world history, like Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. is also one of my favorite people in world history. So is Rosa Parks. So is Muhammad Ali. And they all, and they all had to fight for their dreams. They had to fight for their rights. Too. They had to fight for their rights, and they had to fight for their dreams. Martin Luther King Jr. was a leader. He was a civil rights leader. It, it wasn't easy. It wasn't easy for him to be a civil rights leader because of the civil rights amendment, because of the restrictions that he had to face in the civil rights amendment. It was not easy at all for Martin, for Martin Luther King, but he did it. But he didn't let anything keep him from from from, from doing the right thing, and that's to become a civil, and that is to become a good leader and a hero to everybody. A hero to every, not just not just to uh, one race, all races in the whole entire world. Martin Luther King Jr. And what I really love, what I really like, my favorite part about Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. is when he did his famous "I Have a Dream" speech in Washington D.C. in 1963, when he spoke to everybody in the Lincoln Memorial. In the in, in Washington D.C., that I I have a dream, by, Mark, by Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. 
there is a there is a cartoon. There's even a cart. There's even an animated movie about the life of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. It's called it's called my friend. It's called Our Friend Martin. It's an animated movie covering the life of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. It even talks about Rosa Parks in that movie too. And the Montgomery bus boycott. <laughs> me, Jalen, me and my brothers and sisters used to watch that movie, that animated movie about Martin Luther King when, when we were little. It was, it's a good movie about Dr. If the, about Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. There was a, a baseball player, Jackie Robinson. Jackie Robinson pursued his passion towards baseball. He was the very first black baseball player in the in the in, in the MLB. Jackie Robinson. And there is even a movie about him called 42. Because that was his number. That's how was his jersey number when he played baseball. Jackie Robinson. <laughs> He was one of the greatest black baseball players ever in world history and in U.S. history. And pursuing his dreams and pursuing his confidence, pursuing his passion towards baseball was not easy at all for Jackie Robinson because he because it was during the civil rights movement. He was called racial slurs. He was called racial slurs too a lot a lot. During his baseball, during his baseball career, and during his life, Jackie Robinson. But he didn't let those he didn't let those things slow him down. He didn't let those things stop. He kept on pursuing his passion towards baseball because he loved baseball. He, that, he that's why he became the one. That's reason why Jackie Robinson became one of the greatest baseball players of all time. He always will be. So if you have a passion, if you have a dream that you are chasing, wherever it is to be a professional wrestler or a movie star or a rock star, don't let any don't ever let anybody take that away from you. Don't let anybody don't let anybody tell you that that fairy tale is not going to happen. Don't let any, don't let don't let ever let anybody push you down or knock you down. And yes, we do get knocked down. But don't stay down. Get up. Don't be afraid to say no. If someone takes advantage of you, try to and tries to draw a wedge between you and your dream or your passion or your passion that you're trying to that you're trying to pursue, don't be afraid to say no. No was no, the word no was a complete sentence. Don't ever be afraid to stand up for yourself. Even if it's and it doesn't have to be a, a verbal. A verbal no, it can be a physical one. It, it can be a physical one. Like I have been doing for years in the gym. Trying to fight for my dreams. <clears throat> trying to fall, pursue my passion. That's the reason why in the future I could end up winning the Nobel Prize. For the way I've been following my dreams toward, towards me wanting to be a professional wrestler. And the way in... Because me pursuing my dreams would be me chasing that the way of the week, my training I do in the gym, in the DSI gym. I'm, this that sets that's an example 
of, 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 of being of being an advocate because you're being an advocate because when you follow your dreams and someone watches you follow someone watches you work hard in that gym or work hard running those laps in, the, in that track at North Sand working really hard practicing those wrestling moves in the in that gym working really hard at that song that you've been trying to practice because you have a, a passion towards music that's an example of be a, a, a you're gonna be you're gonna be remembered as a hero to everybody because you're because you're gonna be an advocate to, to, to everybody even especially when it comes to the young to the younger to the younger generation they're gonna they're gonna younger the younger kids from younger generations they're, they're gonna look up to you just like I look up to the rock just like I looked up to the rock when I was young because the rock inspired me towards me wanting to wanting to get in the ring the rock inspired me towards me wanting to be a wrestler if you do if you chase your dreams if you work hard in those dreams you're gonna be a hero you're gonna be in the history books because you're gonna be remembered you're gonna be remembered as an advocate to everybody because people are gonna look up to you you're gonna gain popularity based up based on how hard you worked on your dreams you're gonna gain a lot of popularity whether it's in school or work you're gonna be the most you're gonna you're gonna gain you're gonna gain respect you're gonna gain popularity you may even gain you may even have people that that, that will want to that will want your autograph if you if you if you're per, if, if you compete in when you compete in your very first match or your very first basketball game People are going to watch your autograph. Because that's what happened to me at Downtown 3 Down 3. Four years ago. I became an advocate to everybody. And I'm still an advocate to everybody. That's the reason why I am proud to be a leader of self-advocacy. I also want to be... I want to upgrade my leadership in self-advocacy. I want to run for president. I want to run for president of self-advocacy. Run for president of the self-advocates of tomorrow. Because what I do in that gym, what I did in that gym, practicing those wrestling moves, running every lap, practicing every single wrestling drill in, those, in, the, in that book, a professional wrestling. That really, that that really brought wrestling, and that really helped out a lot bringing wrestling to the DSI workshop. That brought, that that's the reason why it helped bring wrestling to the DSI workshop. Because the way I've been pursuing my dreams in the gym, I became a hero. I became a hero to all. I became the he a hero in the DSI workshop. I also became a leader in the DSI workshop for for because of because of because of my because of my hard work and dedication towards my goals. I wanted to become a professional wrestler, and I never gave up, and I never will give up. Even though I have been stabbed in the back multiple times. I still went in the gym and I still pursued my passion. I still I still drawing those pictures of, of my of my favorite wrestlers. And I still pursued my passion. 
That's the reason why my story deserves its own movie. My story deserves its own live action movie. Where if it's on the History Channel, or on Netflix, or, or a miniseries on Netflix. My story, and me, and me wanting to be a professional wrestler, that's going to be in the history of this forever. Nothing's ever going to change that. Be it changed that of me, of me being in the history books. Because the way, because the way, because my perseverance in in the, inside that gym, and my perseverance of, of speaking out to everyone, not to give up, not to give up on their dreams, not to let anybody take advantage and draw a wedge between their passion, between them and their passion, because that's not cool. And to be perfect, and this, and here, and here is a another line. That, and here is another thing that will make that will make that will make me win a Nobel Prize in the future, because because of me being an advocate, I'm profess a professional wrestler. If I don't care if I'm threatened, I don't care. I don't care if they want to threaten me. I don't care if they keep on bullying me. I don't care if they keep on calling me names. I don't care if people. I don't care if my enemies keep on calling me names. Nothing. I am not letting anything keep me from pursuing my passion. I am going to pursue my dreams to become a professional wrestler, no matter what, no matter who gets in the way, no matter what gets in my way, or who stabs me in the back. No matter if I'm threatened to get pulled to get to get to get pulled out of the workshop because of me because because of refusing to give up because of me refusing to give up my dreams so be it it is my life i want to live i want to live it it is my life it is my right to live to to live my life the way i want to live it and that is to become a real champion just like muhammad ali that is to become less to me be me becoming king of profess a, a professional a, a, that is for me to become king of professional wrestling <laughs> become the greatest wrestler of, of that of, of, of sports that's, that's become the greatest autistic wrestler in the world in the whole entire world and my and to be perfectly honest and how and how serious I am and how passionate and how serious I am about my dreams I mean, wanting to get in the ring. How serious I am about my ultimate dreams and wanting to compete in the WWE. I'd rather get grounded. I'd rather get in trouble than to give up my dreams. I'd rather, to, I'd rather, I'd rather get in trouble. I'd rather get, I'd rather get grounded than to give up, to, than to give up, than to give up everything and become a quitter. And, and live the rest of my life as a quitter. And that line, and that line I just said, takes a lot of courage. It takes a lot of courage for anybody to say that line. To say that line I just said. It takes a lot of guts. It takes a lot of courage. When you say that, when you say that line, that proves that you have perseverance. That proves that you would do that you that you were willing to do whatever it takes to make that dream happen, to make that goal happen. That proves that you would do that you would do whatever it takes to win. Because I am a champ. I am no. I wasn't born 
on this earth on June 21st, 1990 to give up. I was not born on this earth to become a quitter. I was not born on this earth to become the, to become the biggest loser in the DSI workshop. I am a champion. Most importantly, I am a fighting champion. I will always be a champion. Most importantly, I'm a future WWE champion. Just like Simba. Because I have the spirit of Mufasa inside of me. I have the war of Mufasa inside of me. And I have the, and I have the courage of Simba inside of me. I'm not letting anything take that away from me. Not even Scar. Himself. <laughs> in the Lion King. I don't care if it takes me to... I don't care if it takes me until I turn 50. Until I have my first match in the WWE. I would do whatever it takes to make that go happen. <laughs> and when the time comes... And that goes in my in all my friends, all my fans, all my friends in the DSI workshop, all my school, all my schoolmates, class, in my class of 2000, 2009. They can accomplish, they can accomplish their goals too. They have the right to accomplish their own goals too. <laughs> they have the right to follow their own passions and do and do what they want and do whatever they set their mind into. <laughs> Because if Rosa Parks was still alive to this day, and she was still, and she was still told to move, to get up, to get up off, to get up, to give up the seat on that bus, she would probably say the exact same thing. I can sit wherever I want, and the people, the rest, and the, and the passengers on, on, and the passengers, and all the rest of the passengers who were on the bus with me, they can sit, they can sit whatever they want. That's exactly that's that's exactly what Rosa Parks would say if she was still around to this day. <clears throat> cause giving up, cause giving up is never an option for me. It never will be. No matter who stats me in the back, I will never give up. I will never give up. I will. I will never quit. I will never surrender. <laughs> I will keep, I will do whatever it takes to achieve, to accomplish all my goals inside, in, inside that ring. To make myself a name as the Tiger, Rocky Jr. in Madison, in, in, in Saturday nights, in local wrestling shows in Indiana. And get, becoming a mid-card player and winning cruiserweight championships and light heavyweight championships. Competing in steel cage matches, competing in ladder matches. Competing in table matches. Even I even want to get slammed into thumbtacks. That is how much. That is how bad I really want to be a wrestler. That is how bad. I, that is how bad I really want to get in that ring and perform shows in front of everybody, in front of thousands of people. And during when several weeks ago during breakfast, when I was downstairs eating breakfast. I daydreamed. I, 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 I have been daydreaming. I daydreamed of one day competing, competing at the at the grandest stage. 
I daydreamed of one day competing at the grandest stage of them all, WrestleMania. And I daydreamed of me winning at WrestleMania. I want to make that I want to make that goal a reality too. I want to compete in my very first WrestleMania. I want to make my very first debut at WrestleMania. I even want to win the Warrior Rumble. The Warrior Rumble match. I want to follow the fist I want to follow the footsteps of the footprints of my hero the rock. And I will follow those footprints of my hero the rock. <laughs> and I'm not letting anybody put, and I'm not letting anybody push me around. Especially when it comes to my dreams of wanting to be a wrestler. <laughs> and I'm encouraging the rest of you, the, I'm encouraging all of you to do the same thing with your dreams. Not just with your dreams, your life. Your whole, I'm, I'm encouraging everyone to do the same with their life. With their whole entire life. Don't let anybody take advantage of you. Don't let anybody push you down. Don't let anybody put you down. Don't let anybody knock you down. Not even emotionally. Because that's not right. To knock somebody down. <laughs> Do not let anybody stab you in the back. Do not let anything stab you in the back. Because my dreams were halted for two years. For two whole years. Because of the COVID-19 pandemic. It's been four years. since It's been four whole years since my last match. The last time I ever stepped foot in, inside a real wrestling ring was four years ago. My dreams were and my dreams were halted for two years because of COVID-19. But I believe, but, but I strongly believe that I can break the hiatus. That I can break that four-year hiatus because that's what because Shawn Michaels did because Shawn Michaels was that, was out for that long period of, for that same amount of time because of a back injury. He received from a match against the Undertaker at the Warrior Rumble in 1998. His last match. Before he had, to, he, before he missed those four years of his career, was against Stone Cold Steve Austin for the WWE Championship at WrestleMania 14. And that was a good, and he gave a good show. Shawn Michaels gave a good show. So, so did Stone Cold. And Shawn Michaels was out for four years. And Shawn Michaels was out of in-ring competition for four years, even though he did show up to the WWE every now and then. He became a special guest referee. He he was a commissioner. He was a commissioner of the WWE in 2009, but he didn't just resume wrestling until 2002. Until that one Raw, he came back. Until that one night at SummerSlam, he came back against Triple H in an Extreme Rules match. And after that, he competed in the very first Shawn Michaels competed in the very first Elimination Chamber, and he won that match. He won the WCW Championship. <clears throat> he defeated his rival. His, he defeated his new rival, Triple H, just to win that title. <laughs> just to win the WCW Championship. And he was gone for four years before that. Before his first, before that WCW title reign, he was gone for four Shawn Michaels was gone for four years because of a back injury. Me and Ian, me and my best friend Ian, came up with the slogan. 
I came up with a new motto for the Wills for the Wills family. Never say never. Me and Ian's new mo- me and Ian's new motto is never say never. <laughs> me and Ian came up with that motto. Two weekends that two weekends ago during WrestleMania weekend. Me and Ian came with came up with that much. Never say never. It's even a song from Justin Bieber. It's even a song sung by Justin Bieber. Never say never. It was sung by Justin Bieber and Jaden Smith in the Karate Kid. Jaden Smith played in the Karate played in the 2005 version of the Karate Kid. The today's version of the Karate Kid featuring Jaden Jaden Smith. The old Karate Kid, the the original Karate Kid, was played. I think it was played like in the 1980s, like in the 80s and early 90s. The original Karate Kid. But I only watched the I only watched the new Karate Kid by Jaden Smith, the one that was played by Jaden Smith. I watched that Karate Kid, and he, and Jaden Smith worked hard towards the, towards those turn. He worked hard toward, towards to towards to master karate in Karate Kid. With the help of his coach Jackie Chan, and that perseverance helped him win that trophy. It helped him win that tournament in karate. At the at the end of that movie, The Karate Kid. If Jaden Smith can win can win a tournament in the in the Karate Kid, if LeBron James can win in NBA the NBA Finals. If Kevin Durant can win the NBA Finals, if Michael Jordan, I'm not talking about Michael B. Jordan, the basketball player Michael Jordan, if Michael Jordan can win the an NBA championship, if Tom Brady can win seven can win seven Super Bowls, I can win the WWE championship. I can even win if they want me to go to AEW. If they offer me, if I am offered a contract to go to AEW, to, to compete in AEW Dynamite, I ain't gonna say no to that. Just as long as they have a real championship. Because <clears throat> I have no problem debut making my debut in Dynamite in, in, on Wednesday night in AEW Dynamite. But my heart really does belong to the WWE. May not Raw and Friday Night SmackDown, because I really want to go to WrestleMania. I really want to make that daydream happen to me. I really want to make that daydream of me competing in my first first WrestleMania become a reality. I put my body on the line. I put my entire entire body on the line for the past several days. Even in that trampoline, I've been put, I've been putting my body on the line for the past several days, chasing those dreams. I worked really hard in the DSI gym. And for the past several weeks, I've been working even harder in the DSI gym. Pursuing my passion. I even have a rip in my right I even have a rip in my right in the right leg of my jeans. In two pairs of my jeans. I even have a rip in the in two in two pair in two pairs of my jeans. That's how hard I've been working on my dreams. That's how hard I've been pursuing my passion. That's how hard I've been. That's how hard I've been training in the DSI gym. 
And that is how bad I want to be a professional wrestler. Because without that confidence, without that confidence I had, those two pairs of jeans would be, would be, would be, would, be, would, be, would still be, would, 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 those two pairs of jeans would not have holes in them, in the right, in the right legs, but they do. Because of my hard work, it is not just because of, it's not just because of of, of of aggressiveness. It's because of two words. It's because of my hard work and dedication I did in the DSR gym. It's because of the hard work and dedication I've been doing inside in, in, inside that gym, chasing my dreams of wanting to become a professional nurse. That's how hard. That's how hard I've been working. And that's how hard I've been working, I'm, and I'm still going to be working that hard. I really thank Ian. I really thank my best friend Ian. I really do. For helping me for helping me build a love towards professional wrestling. And I really thank him for bringing back my confidence I have towards me wanting to become WWE champion two weeks two weekends ago. When he took me to that Supreme when he took me to the uh, Supreme Wrestling show before we went to Uncle Terry's house. My cousin Ian, my my best friend Ian, really help, really helps me out a lot when it comes to my dreams. When it comes to all my goals, I have of becoming a professional wrestler. That's the reason why I also look up to him as a role model, as a role model in my family. Because if it was because if I did, if it was for him, there was no reason, there was no way I would have felt, would have fallen in love towards professional wrestling. If I didn't have him by my side, my cut, my cousin Ian is very special. It's very, it's a very special person to me. He always has been ever since I was one year old. Ever since I was, a, ever since I was a little baby, me and Ian has always been close to each other, and we will always, we always will be close to each other. Me and Ian will always be by our side, but we, we, we will always look out for each other, even though we're like 45 minutes away from each other. We always we still have each other's backs. We always will, no matter what. <laughs> when it comes to my legacy in the future, in the future I could win a Nobel Prize. Because because of me being an advocate towards 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 everybody, but I also want to be, but I also want my legacy to live on forever. As in, I want to have my very own museum. I still want to have my very own museum built in Madison, built in the city of Madison. I want to have two museums. Actually, I want to have a second museum built here in Columbus. But the main museum is going to be built here in Madison. It's going to be built in Madison. I even want to have a school named. I even want to have a school named after me, wherever it's an elementary school or a high school. I want. I even want to have a school named after me. I even want to have a tree. I, name, I, even, I even want to have my very own tree planted, right next to the DSA workshop. I even want to have a, my very own statue built in front in the DSA workshop. I also want to have another statue built in the center of that roundabout in Madison. And sooner or later, I may, 
Schools may even teach, te may even have new classes based on my legacy. They may, may they, schools may have a, school may, a, one school may come up with a self-advocacy, a self-advocacy class. One school may come up with a leadership class. Or it could be more than one school. And those classes could spread all around the, from, from schools nationwide, all around the world. All because of, of my heroic actions. Me pursuing me, me pursuing my dreams and be, be uh, becoming a professional wrestler inside that D, inside the DSI gym. It's gonna it, it's, it's gonna make it's gonna make me and me becoming an advocate because of it. It's gonna make me become a hero. It's gonna make me become a hero for f in future generations. I mentioned to have my own docu. I want to have my own documentary in my in my in my own movie. I could even have more than one movie about my story. Schools may even do mu musicals and scre screenplays about my story. How 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 courageous I how I chased my dreams for courage. I didn't do it because it. I don't when I when I get in the ring. Regardless if it's in the D, in the DSIGM or in the in, or in the real professional wrestling ring, I don't chase my dreams for break. I'm not. I don't chase my dreams to flaunt to flaunt authority. I'm not doing it to break the rules. I'm not doing it to flaunt authority. I'm doing it because of one because of two words, and that is courage and perseverance. When you have perseverance. That means no matter what stabs you, no matter who stabs you in the back, no matter who, no matter how many times you've been knocked down, you've been knocked down. If you have perseverance, that means no matter what gets in your way, you will never give up. You will keep chasing those dreams no matter what. And I have been doing it for the past seven years. Almost now it's eight years. It'll be eight in June. Because I first entered the DSI workshop on June 24th, 2014. This is a message. This is my final message to end to end this to end this episode. I'm gonna end this episode with one powerful message to everybody. No matter what gets in your way, no matter who stabs you in the back, no matter doesn't matter. No matter how no matter how many times you fail, no matter how many times you have bad grades in school. You never, you never give up. Don't ever give up. Don't ever give up. Don't ever quit. If you, cause you have, cause you, cause you have, cause you have the courage to turn, to turn that F that you have on your report card. You have the guts. I strongly believe that you have the guts to turn that F to an A or a B. If you want to be I strongly believe that if you want to, if you want to go to the Boston Marathon and run in the Boston Marathon, because you have to follow your passion towards running, towards track and field, you will be a good runner. You will be a champion in track and field. You will score. You will finish the Boston Marathon. 
as well as any marathon that you competed. You can do anything that you set your mind into. Don't let anybody tell you that you can't do it. Don't let anybody tell you that, that you're not allowed. Don't let anybody tell you. Don't let anybody tell you that that fairy tale is not going to happen. Because it can't happen. Because your dreams can't happen. Regardless of what mistakes you made, regardless of what, regardless if you have a bad habit that you tried to break, you can't, you can be a champion. You can, you can be a champion. You can do it. You can win, you can score that touchdown. You can win that championship match in professional wrestling. You can win those medals in track and field. 